Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, my name is Deb Weekly, and I'm here with my dear friend, Jen Pierce. Jen Pierce, and you probably know Jen because she leads Worship Wednesdays, which now we are we have a whole new program for you guys mm-hmm. this fall, and we'll tell you more about that later. But Jen is amazing. She loves God's Word. She loves worshiping, and she has so many wonderful things. Every time I talk to Jen on the phone, I'm always like, okay, we need to tell our moms this, and we need to tell our moms <laughs> this. And we were talking the other day about how to pick Scripture for your family or how to pick Scripture for yourself. And so we're thought, you know, we're going to do just a little uh, video podcast and just talk about it. Like, so Jen, how, what is your experience with picking scripture for your family or yeah. for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So I really have felt in my life that it was something that the Lord kept bringing up to me over and over again. And I didn't realize <laughs> that it was scriptures specifically for our family, actually, until we did a discipleship semester in the fall of 2020. I remember that. After COVID. After COVID, instead of sending your kids to school. Right. Tell us what the Lord told you. I felt that summer that the Lord was laying on my heart to keep the kids home just for the fall, like one semester. And I was thinking that doesn't even make sense. Like if we were going to homeschool, at least we should do a year to get some traction. But, um, you know, and a lot of my understanding of it is more in hindsight than at the time. At the time, I just said, okay, Lord. And I talked to my husband and we prayed about it. He's like, I think we should do it. Let's do the one semester and follow what the Lord put in your heart. And so it's more in hindsight as I look back that I see the Lord's wisdom in it because really he led me to mostly focus on discipleship. I remember so, that. That's what yeah, you were doing the whole semester. That's what what I was does that doing. mean when you say focusing on discipleship? So for us, I hadn't known how to weave Bible and practic I I mean I'm sure my kids were catching a lot by just living with me and my husband and watching us live our lives and pray and worship we do a lot of prayer and worship in our own home um but I didn't know how to engage my kids in it and so that semester was when I really started reading not there of course I would talk to them about verses but reading being intentional about reading scripture with them um being intentional about playing worship in the background and trying to engage them in like participating in worship rather than just hearing me and my husband worshiping <laughs> um and As I went through that semester, there were some verses that I felt like the Lord highlighted to me that I've loved. And I wrote them out on this big flip board. We were trying to remember the name for that flip board thing. Big flip pad. Yes. And I wrote out those four verses and it really was last year that was that it came crystallized to me that those verses are family DNA. And so they just kept coming up to me during that semester and I wrote them on the flipboard and I was telling them to the boys. And then, you know, two years later, it crystallized in my mind, oh, you're saying these are our family DNA. And so I've started um, having the boys say those scriptures with me, Mm. um, like repeat them back with me and pray and pray those scriptures. Uh, Do you want me to share? Yeah. So, so again, 
you may already have scriptures that the Lord's been highlighting to you and something's going to pop to your mind when mm-hmm. I share this. I yeah. love that. In fact, Lord, bring it to yes, their minds. Lord, pray you for are them. so pray yes, right now. Yeah. You are so good and you lead us and you instruct us and your word is alive yes. and it does not return void Isaiah 55, but it accomplishes the purpose for which you send it forth. So you put your word like a sword in our hands and you teach us how to wield it and you show us how to teach our kids how to wield it and that's my prayer. Lord, as we're talking about these things, it's not about me and my family. It's about what you're yes. prompting in the hearts of our moms in that mama, that mama that's listening right now, Lord, bring to her mind scriptures. You've already laid on her heart that you want her to take hold of and wield as a weapon <laughs> and plant in her heart and the hearts of her children for it to take root and grow up and bear much fruit in Jesus name. Amen. So then, yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So these are the scriptures that kept coming up for me. And I think you may, you may think of your own as you're listening. So these were, the first one was actually my life verse, um, which is Proverbs three, five to six, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Mm. The second. Yeah. Love that. I one. love that one. That right there. You could just write books about, but the second one was um, Proverbs four, or, uh, no, wait. The second one was Matthew 633 and it goes hand in hand. It's seek first, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. The third one was Proverbs 423, but guard your heart above all else for from it flow all the issues of life. And sometimes when I memorize verses, I take a couple different translations mm-hmm. and I make, I, I uh, put it together as something that really resonates in my heart. Mm-hmm. That whole thing about all the issues of life. I think that might be out of the amplified flowing out of your heart. I was really talking to mm-hmm. my boys a lot about that that semester that we did discipleship homeschooling. And then the last one was Isaiah 54, 13, all your sons will be taught by the Lord and great will be your children's peace. And so now that I've memorized these and I've spent some time teaching them to my kids and I'll bring them up periodically. Like sometimes now when we do Bible time, I'll do a little side note. Like, do you remember Proverbs four, three, uh, Proverbs three, five, and six. And usually they'll say, no, we don't remember. (laughs) And then I start telling them, they're like, oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. And so even just teaching your children what God's put in your heart for your family Um, for me, when God put this all together of this is your family's DNA, I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, that's amazing. It really is. We're a family that our DNA as a family is that the Lord has called us to walk in trust and faith Mm. and obedience and seeking him and following after him. We are super diligent about teaching our kids how to guard their hearts and Mm. seeking to guard our own hearts. So good. Yeah. It really is kind of the way we live our lives. It's our DNA and yours might be, who knows? I actually would love to hear. Oh, I would love to hear you. Yours tell us like, what's that one that says the nations? Oh gosh. Yes. The one that said, you know, that I will make the nations your, your inheritance. inheritance. Like too. that could be yes. your family one. Yes. I will make the nations your so inheritance. Good. Or I There's mean, so it could much. be there, ask the Lord. Yes. We just wanted to kind of open your uh, thoughts and your mind mm. and your heart to new ways of introducing scripture to your family. Yes. And so whenever I was thinking about our children growing up and like my life verse is John 15, 5. I, I will, I am the vine. You are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit apart from me. You can do nothing. And I love that scripture because it tells me that I don't have to do anything Mm -hmm. by myself, that uh, God is always willing and always wanting to help me. And that means so much to me, just feeling, I felt so alone as a child all the time growing up. I, ever since I was 10 years old, I really did not have very much supervision 
And uh, then my mom died and she exited kind of emotionally when I was 10 and then she died when I was 20. And so I really, you know, they had problems. And so I really was by myself most of the time of my, from time I was 10 years old on. And it made me very independent. Of course, I didn't make always the best choices because I was left to myself. There's a Bible (laughs) verse about that, right? As child left to himself is not good. But, um, but so whenever I came across that verse and it said that, um, you know, that I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit apart from me. You can do nothing. And it just tells me that God doesn't even want me to do anything apart from him. And I'm never alone, right? He's always with me. Yeah. And then another verse that I had that really kind of governed my family as well, because I felt so much of the time lost, alone, right? Like I just said, and I didn't know how to have a Christian home. And I also Isaiah 42, 16. I love this scripture. I remember the moment that he gave it to me. I was at a mother's conference and I was feeling overwhelmed because my kids were acting up and they weren't like good, like the speaker's kids. Right. And I was sitting outside my hotel room at like three in the morning, crying out to God, asking him and just saying, Lord, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know how to have a Christian home. And he said this to me. He said, I will lead the blind by ways they have not known along unfamiliar paths. I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. Which scripture is that? It's Isaiah Isaiah 42, 16. 42, 16. I love that. And it just meant so much to me. And then I also have your scripture Mm -hmm. that all of your children will be taught by the Lord and great will be their peace. And I pray that every day with my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, I pray. And my daughter actually said that she prays that over her children too. I love that. And she feels like... God covers over so yes. much when we say yes. all of your, when we pray, God, let all of my children be taught by the Lord and great will be their peace. Yeah. If you ask God to teach your children, what that means yeah. is, is he's going to cover over things that you don't even yes. think about or <laughs> yes. things that they have for their calling that yeah. only he knows what's in store for them, right? Mm-hmm. Or what they need strengthened. And when we say it, I say it over my children, my grandchildren right now, I pray with my husband, but my daughter prays it. And it yeah. just, I was like, oh, that's yeah. so sweet. So all my children will be taught yes. by the Lord and great will be their peace. And then the last one, probably that was our family scripture that I prayed and I talked to my children a lot was teach us, teach me to number my days mm-hmm. that I may gain a heart of wisdom because I did not want the the years to go too fast with my children. I didn't want to take them for granted. I didn't want to just live my life, whatever. I wanted to be intentional with them. And I pray it now mm-hmm. over my grandchildren that they, that that it won't go too fast, that God will slow down time mm-hmm. and that I will have a heart of wisdom to really make the most of every opportunity with my grandchildren. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I prayed that over the summer and it's been so special. I pray that God would help us to make the most of our summer that we have with them. So I yeah. So pick a family scripture, pick mm-hmm. scriptures for yourself. And like Jen said, they're probably scriptures that you've already been thinking about. Yeah. 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 And if you're not sure, just ask the Lord and the Lord. he will show you over time. You might hear it come up in a sermon. You might hear it read on the radio. The radio station that I listen to has a verse of the day. It's called your word on the way. Oh, and it gives you a verse of the day. That. You know, just have your ears open and he'll highlight to you um, what he says over your family. And then what you can do is take that word and do several things with it. You plant it, first of all, mm-hmm. in your heart and in your children's hearts. So it starts with us first. 
because really it's hard to get it in them if it's not in you. Yeah. <laughs> so you plant it in your heart. So you write it in your journal or you write it on a note card and you start, I don't know, read it in the morning out loud mm-hmm. when you're getting ready or however, however it works in your day, put it in your car, wherever you'll see it. Maybe Deb always says, record it on your phone mm-hmm. and listen and to listen it when you're to getting it ready. When you're getting ready. Um, there's lots of ways you can get it in you and meditate on it and then start talking to your kids about it. Like, I feel like God has this verse for our family and tell them it and have them say it with you and teach them how to pray it. So I'll say to my kids, like with the Proverbs 423, above all else, guard your heart. I'll say, so now we're going to pray this. God, would you help us to guard? And I'll just have them repeat after me. Would you help us to guard our hearts Mm. above everything else? Because Mm. everything we do flows out of it. And they just, I just have them pray it, pray it with me so they can learn how to pray scripture. Praying scripture will change your life and your children's lives. I think that's one of our often repeated testimonies at Hope Club. <laughs> Praying scripture will change your life. Look out because like I mentioned earlier, Isaiah 55, his word does not return void. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's living yeah. and active, sharper yeah. than any double-edged sword. The word of God is alive. And when you are praying it over your children, it's it's activating. Yeah. It's doing things in their lives and in their future and their destinies. Yep. Guys, when you're praying this prayer and speaking scripture mm-hmm. over your kids, you might think it's for today, but it's for time. Yeah. Word of God is timeless. Yep. Your prayers are timeless. Yeah. So write it. I have a chalkboard in my kitchen. Before I had a chalkboard, I had an ugly dry erase marker, I, a board. <laughs> I didn't care what it looked like. It was just a little ugly oak one. And I would just write scriptures on it all the time. And I would sh- share what God is teaching yeah. me with my children. That's yeah. what you do. That's the easiest way to share Christ with your kids yeah. is when you're spending time with the Lord and what he's teaching you, you teach your children. That's why the Lord yeah. says in Deuteronomy, these commandments I give you to today are to be upon your heart and press them on your children. Mm-hmm. Talk about them when you walk along the road, when you lie down, when you rise up. And what that says is, is that as you are pouring the word of God into your heart, yeah. you can pour it out. But if you're not pouring it into your heart, your children are not going to learn anything. I mean, they yeah. might, but kids can sp- spot a phony yeah. a mile away. Right. And uh, they can tell if, if you, if you're just doing it to get through it or to go through the motions versus asking God to help you. Uh, God can help us in our hearts. If, if we don't understand the Bible, when we sit down to read it, we can just say, God, can you help me to want to read your Bible? Can mm-hmm. you help me to want to talk about your Bible? I know I need to, but can you help me to want to, can you help me to understand it? Can you give me a passion yeah. in my heart for your word? And I'm telling you guys, I had to pray that God would help me to, to sometimes I I just didn't get anything whenever I would read it. And I would say, Lord, to help me to want to read yeah. the Bible, help yeah. me to understand it more. And he loves it. Imagine like yes. your children coming to you and, you know, they're saying, you know what? I want to do this, but I just, I'm having a hard time. Mom, can you yeah. help me? Yeah. Instead of being belligerent and being like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Right. And just saying, Hey mom, can you help me? I love that. Yeah. And I was thinking as you were talking, how amazing even to involve your kids in the process. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I would love to do that. And no verses are coming to mind. Oh my goodness. Ask your kids to pray with you for verses. Like sometimes I am amazed by what my kids hear from the Lord. And Me too. Your kids are with. amazing. <laughs> um, so ask your kids, tell them, Hey, I heard this podcast and about how the Lord has scriptures for our family. Let's ask him to show us what they are and just have them pray. And I try to mm. really with my kids, keep it so simple. Yeah. I don't, I don't want them ever to feel like prayer has to be complicated. No. <laughs> so I just teach them to pray simple prayers. God, give us a verse. Yeah. Really, like In Jesus name. 
God, give us a verse in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, if you don't hear something right away or they don't hear something right away, like I said, he will show you, he always answers prayer. And, and especially when it's something like that, where you want scripture for your family to get inside of your heart and get inside of your children's hearts and it shapes you. And so what, what it's done for me is I feel like it gives me a compass as we're making family decisions, as we're considering different things, I'll be reminded of those verses and I'll think, Oh, that's right. You've told us we're a family that trusts the Lord with all our heart. So Lord, help us trust you in this area. Oh, that's right. You've told us to guard our hearts. So Lord, show us how to guard our hearts. So it really has become a compass that helps me when I'm pondering things and when my kids come across challenges and when I'm making decisions, I go back to that framework. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So why don't you pray for us? Okay. All right. So father, we thank Mm -hmm. you for family. Yes. Thank you, God. What a gift it is. And I just want to pray right now for the mama that maybe um, is struggling right now in family, especially Mm. where family is a hard area. Lord, just comfort her heart. Yes, Jesus. Comfort her heart. And Father, I ask that you would give her a word of promise for her family that's specific to her family. Because the same way that we each are uniquely made to display you, each family is uniquely made. The way that you put together family is uniquely made to display you in the earth. We each have unique callings as a family. We have spheres of influence Mm -hmm. as a family. We have assignments and and, um, things to partner with you in. And so Father, bring encouragement to my sister's heart today about what you say over her family, the compass and guide that you have for them, what their um, path looks like. Would you give them scriptures that are specific to their family? And Father, I just ask for divine answers, Lord, Mm -hmm. where for the mom that's crying out right now for solutions and maybe even the thought of looking up a scripture or trying to figure this out might feel overwhelming. Thank you. It's not overwhelming, but you're going to speak to her through sermons, songs on the radio, a hymn she comes Mm -hmm. across, all the different ways that you highlight things to us and she will be comforted. That's the other thing you can hold onto it in the storm. Yes. When things don't look like what the Lord is saying, you hold on to what he has said. over you and over your family. And you keep saying it, you keep meditating on it. You get that word inside of you and it's going to come out of you. Yes. (laughs) So father, we thank you for your word right now. Um, being planted on the inside of us and coming up and renewing our minds so that we respond differently to the difficulties and challenges we might face. And I just pray life, life, life over each family, each mama that's listening, each family that's represented. We ask God that you would shape and mold us for what you want to do in the earth, that so many would get to know you and see your glory in Jesus name. Amen. Oh, thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening. If you're on the podcast, thank you for watching in the online group. We love you. Tag a friend in this video. Share the video with your friends. Share the podcast with your friend. We love you. Love you. Love you. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye.